Hello, Bulldogs. Thank you for tuning in to Who's Behind the Bulldog, Arvada High School's community interview podcast series. I'm your host and one of the assistant principals at Arvada, Jeremy Jensen. Each week, I'll sit down with someone from our Arvada community, be it staff, students, families, or other community members, to hear their stories. We'll discuss their histories, successes, challenges, learnings, future hopes and dreams, and much more. I hope you find some connections in their stories and hopefully are inspired to take some time to get to know them a bit better as our school year progresses. We have an amazing community here at Arvada, and I hope we can continue to strengthen that despite the challenges that await us in these unknown times. In this episode, I talk with Ryan Stevens. Ryan is a new PE teacher this year at Arvada and will be teaching weight training and strength and conditioning. In the spring, he will also pick up our sports business class for our sports business pathway. In our discussion, Ryan discusses how and why he returned to teaching after leaving the profession for a few years. He talks about what he does to continually focus on mental wellness and stress management in conjunction with physical activity in his classes and discusses his excitement in becoming a bulldog. Ryan is an incredibly positive human being and will fit in fantastically with our Arvada community. Apologies in advance for the low sound. I'm still trying to figure out the best system to ensure there's clarity and appropriate volume in the sound system. Enjoy our episode. Ryan Stevens, hello. Welcome to Arvada. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. We're excited to have you. Um, how are things going? How's your summer? It was good. Um, I got to do a little bit of travel, which um, for me, that's you know, a huge part of my life. I love to just go do new things, go see new stuff and whatnot, visit friends. Um, so I got to go to Scottsdale uh, in Arizona and uh, before it got all crazy and um, met some friends there that also um, you know, came by. Had a good time then. For you know, really the first time in my life, got to do some actual like national parks and some you know, monuments and all that stuff. So I thought it was really cool seeing Grand Canyon, Horseshoe Bend, um, and just the size of it is just kind of surreal. So it was pretty good. I love the national parks. Grand Canyon is not one that I've actually been to yet, but is definitely on my short list. I've done a, a lot of like the Zion and um, Grand Tetons, Yellowstone, Yosemite, like a lot of the bigger ones, but. That's awesome. I don't know. I think what you just mentioned is what our plan is going to be for next summer. Yeah, great. <laughs> a lot of them were closed, which was, you know, for being like an outdoor, you know, real open venue, it's just kind of like, well, man, it's, like, it's really that wild. <laughs> yeah, it's a different world, topsy-turvy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan, what brought you into education? Um, growing up, I was just so focused on sports and athletics and, you know, later on coaching um, and really kind of seeing, I was, I was kind of brought up by my grandparents. Um, so they always kind of took this like coaching um, education role that I just kind of gravitated toward too. And then all my favorite teachers growing up were PE teachers. Um, so it just kind of was like a natural fit early on, um, even though my educational path wasn't just like right from the get go. Um, but it was always just something in the back of my head that I knew what I wanted to do. Um, it started off a little rough, just it wasn't working out, just by the fact that where I was at was kind of like the most competitive um, area for teaching roles. So I actually took a three-year break 
uh, in between and did outside sales in downtown Chicago, which was definitely a good like learning experience because then you kind of like realize that like working with kids is just so much better than working with people that, you know, run companies or people are just like, you know, on the edge all day and then realize how much better it is to kind of just be like a mentor and just work with kids in general. So um, just kind of the path growing up, where I was at, how sports and, you know, coaching real role kind of just elevated me to kind of like seek out education. Um, plenty of bumps in the road on the way, but really kind of like uh, where, where, it, where, where I'm ended up right now. Were you in Chicago Public School, CPS? No, so I was in um, Arlington Heights, which is District 214. Um, growing up, and even now, it's typically the high school I was at, and then many of the conference were all rated in the top 10 like public schools. So, I mean, I was super fortunate to grow up where I did um, and get the education that I did. Um, other than that, it's just kind of like the wild ride from going from one space to the other. And then, like I said, growing up with my grandparents and them being so supportive of like any direction I went, which is kind of like, I really kind of want to give that back in a sense and just be kind of that mentor, teacher, coach. Uh, so it's just, like I said, natural fit. How about Arvada? What led you here? Um, over the, I want to say probably March of spring, um, I was kind of seeking out opportunities because the school I was at didn't have much of an athletic department. Uh, PE was kind of a super afterthought. Um, so kind of explore the opportunity of, you know, what was, what was available. And this was, I think, one of two places that uh, I applied. Um, talked with Jasmine. She was super great to, like, work with them in application. Um, I can't remember who was all in kind of the interview process, but just seeing everyone that was on it um, and their kind of passion towards what they do, uh, the community, like we kind of were discussing earlier today, that culture here. Um, I actually didn't get the job originally. Um, so then, so Jasmine reaching back out, I'm like, all right, they, they, you know, they really want you like type stuff. And I was like, all right, let's, let's take the leap. Um, and couldn't be happier with the decision really, even though we haven't even started, but just still just Everyone that I've met just been like high spirits with everything going on. Their outlook is super good uh, towards like what's going to happen in the future. And it's just like that's a huge building block because you could just go in somewhere and you're just like another person or, you know, cog in the machine. It's kind of like, hmm, all right, kind of see where it's heading. But. Absolutely. We have a really passionate and very talented staff here. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like you're going to fit right in with your level of passion too that you're bringing to the table. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Ryan, tell me some things that you're most proud of in your educational experience. Um, two things really come to mind right away. Um, one was just kind of like an, an event where um, we were on, I think it was fall break um, at Aurora last year. And I got a couple different grants to really overhaul that weight room. They really had five, six machines maybe. Um, so I had all these things put in, helped build them, and the students come back and they're like, oh my God, this is awesome. And from all of the students that I really had to like never really stepping foot in the weight room, never even thinking about that, you know, direction of personal, you know, fitness, um, you know, 
skill building, all that stuff. And then I'm just like taking that and running. And that initial just like amazement was kind of like that one amount where I'm like, this is awesome. You know, I'm really glad this is the work I do. Um, overall, it's just through the years of the kids just being like, you know, you really kind of turned me on to like living a healthier lifestyle, understanding, you know, social and emotional wellness, stress management. Um, you know, even though I went to a, an awesome school growing up, I didn't really learn about stress management until probably like well through college. And it's like a huge thing these days, especially with like you got your social media, you don't really get that like fitness throughout the day that like maybe we grew up in when you know, we're going to the park or stuff. And then like hearing the kids like know what they're doing now and like cognitively understand all that and just see the difference you're making something that's you know, they really had no idea say a couple months prior just seeing how that's kind of like shaping our life and putting them in a better direction uh, it's just been real rewarding over the years as all the students have kind of mentioned some along the way or just been, been generally thankful for some of the work i've put in so good for you has that changed in the pe world like since um over the past years or whatnot, like more of an emphasis on like the the stress management, like the the mental side of things. Yeah, um, big time. I don't know if I just didn't really notice it when I was going through, or it's because it was kind of lumped into a different class, which was health, and I kind of like teaching both those together because while you're actually doing the physical activity, you're teaching the health aspects of it through either lecture or just kind of the student based research, but. I think there's been just a, just a huge kind of movement to like at least getting the students to understand stress management, understand you know why their you know, thought process or like just really their mind kind of just gears towards something or like they'll get in a mood and how like going for a run you'll feel way better you won't you know forget about what's ever going on on Twitter or Facebook and seeing kind of like how how they're all connected. And I'm glad that's a push because, like I said, I don't know if I just didn't notice it because I was just so focused on, oh, we're playing dodgeball today or playing basketball. Who's, who's going to be on my team? Um, but I'm glad that that's kind of been the focus because it's you know, mental health these days is just paramount to me, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and I think if whatever I can do to kind of get students to realize that it's going to be a huge focus now and moving forward. The word integration sort of comes to mind uh, talking about this, and, and I feel like I had a similar experience, right, where health, PE, very compartmentalized, mm -hmm. they didn't really, different teachers, they didn't really talk about how one influenced the other, um, but I'm glad to hear that that's sort of shifted now, and, yeah. you know, like, we are all about the integration here, we're trying to find various, you know, departments and, and courses that can be integrated together, mm -hmm. um, and so having that as a mindset and, and everything that you're doing so that you're not only talking about the physical aspect of things but also talking about the mental piece too yeah that's awesome yeah the mental aspect is something that i don't think was brought up you know like you, you health was basically like sex ed or a little bit of nutrition but it wasn't really understanding like why you're thinking a certain way or why you're you know why you feel down you know why you're stressed about you know a test coming up or how to deal with problems with friends or problems with family members or how to deal with friendships in just general. Uh, and that's why I kind of like to, like you said, integration, bring it all together. Um, and I know it may not exactly be PE, but 
I think just the life skills around understanding that aspect uh, and how to incorporate it with physical activity or just basic nutrition and understanding why if you have a cheeseburger and two Mountain Dews at three o'clock, you're falling asleep or, or feeling like garbage yeah. uh, and how that connection is made. Lots of possibilities too with like taking some of these ideas and the connectedness into into some projects. Do you have any ideas for projects that you want to try to incorporate into your PE courses this year? Uh, the one that I've been working on, which will probably be starting off just because it's going to be online, is kind of the personal nutri nutrition um, plan program on kind of letting the students kind of create their own goal or their own plan. Um, First, seeing like just their normal habits, evaluate, research what you know, that all is, and then make a plan to how to improve a certain goal. Um, especially in like the strength and conditioning class, it's going to be more of like a sport focus. So it's being like understanding like you know what type of meal plan or overall eating habits do you want if you are in cross country, or if you're in football and you want to build strength. Um, really, kind of understanding how to get there through eating habits and just overall that and then throw a bunch of content in there so they understand um, kind of going off subject but this summer I was kind of doing a lot of research on you know foods that cause inflammation or um, you know foods that cause certain digestive you know problems just because my my dog just had the worst like month stretch where he just wouldn't eat and I was kind of thinking that for, for me, it's because of like every once in a while, you, you know, you eat something, you're like, oh, I feel like garbage, why? And like kind of looking at that, and then I notice, especially, especially high school students, I feel like their diet and meal plans are so limited. So it's just like, I want to give them that knowledge to understand, it's like, all right, this is really going to help you out. If you cut this out or add this, this happens. So that's kind of the first project. And then after that, hopefully we're in person, hopefully it'll get more physical activity oriented kind of go from there have you connected with barb stewart yet no um i know originally um i think it was jasmine that mentioned that that she's um, you know kind of works in that and that's something i should collaborate with and i was hoping maybe that'll be tomorrow yeah. now, that, now that we can actually see each other in, in person um i don't want to interrupt anyone's summer break early Absolutely. She's, she's amazing. Um, I think you guys are going to hit it off well and hopefully be able to collaborate together on some of this uh, nutrition science uh, things. Yeah, I, I think it's huge, <laughs> um, especially just at the high school level. I wish I knew that three Mountain Dews and two bags of Flaming Hot Cheetos a day wasn't really helping my, uh, <laughs> my athletic prowess at certain times. So um, you know, I think once you realize that you can have great tasting food, it isn't in a bag of chips and all the fat that goes into that. I think that, you know, start opening some eyes. Absolutely. The earlier you can get them to see that and connect, the better for their long-term health goals, right? Um, tell me how you uh, typically like to engage your students. Like, what are some strategies that you use that you find are most beneficial to get your students to, like, really be into your content or really into your classes? I pretty much just like to lay out clear expectations from the get-go. Um, I like to make it as fun as possible. I'm never going to be like, all right, we're going to sit here and you're going to listen to me talk for 30 minutes, even though I probably could do that right now, but it's not something that I wouldn't like to do that. I don't like going to like, 
gathering and stuff where someone's just up there talking for 30 minutes and then they put you to sleep for five. It's just like, all right, expectations is how we're going to get there. Let me know how you want to get there or how you think you can get there. And then I'm here to help you. And that's pretty much it. And after that, I mean, if we're in weights or if we're up, you know, outside playing sport, I usually like to jump in and play. I think it just elevates the whole class and they know it's not just like, yeah, this person just wants us to go around two miles. I'm like, man, no, I'm in there working with you. I'm in there to help you. Uh, we're in there to have some fun. I can throw on some music, let the kids pick some music, or I mean, I don't think there's TVs in that weight room, but you know, throw on a afternoon baseball game. And we're in there as long as we're working, we're going to have some fun. But just lay those clear expectations out from the front. There to facilitate as much as I can. Great. Yeah, and, and you may be talking for a half hour here, but the nice thing is that your audience is probably multitasking too. Like <laughs> Gina is probably walking right now on her morning walk. Barb's probably working out vigorously, so people can do what they need to and still access your uh, your, your talking. Yeah, I wish I got into like pods and you know podcasts and stuff. So when I'm actually at the gym, maybe I'll take it a little bit more than just. Uh, listening to uh you know serious xm radio or something i just started listening to podcasts about a year ago my husband's a lot more into it than i am but um he listens to tons of them i, I actually read i actually listen to more audiobooks than podcasts um tell me about equity uh, what does that mean for you like what what does an equitable education look like for your your students for me it's giving me tools and just the overall access um to not only myself as a is a useful tool, but um, just like the content, I think is pertinent to them at that point. Um, you know, probably like I said, going back and forth, like through growing up, it's like we're using textbooks that are like 20 years old, and like there's just so much information now at the fingertips. It's just like, all right, let's figure out how we're going to do that, and then should kind of just give them those tools to to access it in any. You know, I'm not picky. I don't need certain formats. I don't need certain ways to do things. If it works for you, good. Glad. That means it's working. I don't need to have everything by the book. It doesn't have to be my way or the highway. Whatever you need to do, let's get there. Um, and you know, I know it's not just laying the you know the groundwork where it's just like everyone has this. It's just like all right, I'll facilitate it in any way I can help. But otherwise, you're kind of taking that ownership um, of of your own learning. And I think especially in PE, I think that's important because I mean I've tried hundreds of different workout plans and stuff that you know my friends or colleagues or stuff I've read, I'm like, yeah, that's not for me. And I know that, you know, same thing in there. I'm not gonna make some workout plan that, you know, maybe the football player could do, but the girl that's in tennis or something, I'm like, that's not gonna do her any good to do, you know, <laughs> trying bench pressing or some other, you know, type of way. So I think just kind of, you know, just giving them the tools and the access to everything I got and everything that's out there. And it sounds like options, like yeah. um, tools, access, and now you you select type of thing? Yeah. Um, it, it, it's kind of tough to put in words on how, like, that works in the PE realm because everything is just so different. Like, there's new stuff every day that I read. I go on Reddit and I'm looking up different like fit videos, different you know, nutrition plans. And I know it's ever changing, so that's why I don't really like to just like have just specific material. I'm like, all right, here you go. It's not gonna work for someone else. You know, they might have you know a certain 
certain diet deficiency or something. So it's like if I teach them how to, you know, eat vegetarian only, like that's not going to work for them. Or you know, something that's not like a paleo or you know, a bread and meat diet. It's not all the same for everyone. That's why I kind of like incorporate that in my teaching. Just give them the tools and you get kind of pick your option, pick your line to go down. How do you get to know your students and like what their needs and preferences and likes, dislikes are? I kind of put it out for myself first. I kind of tell them about me, um, tell them my struggles, my strengths, weaknesses, all that stuff and put it out there. And that kind of, my hope is that kind of gives them the idea that they can approach me and talk about anything. Otherwise, when we're in class, you know, I try and make it a point to talk to each student in some facet. You know, if it's quick, like, hey, what's going on? You know, if they're wearing a Chicago Bulls sweatshirt or something, I'm talking to them basketball or you know how bad the Bulls front office is and kind of making that connection with each student um, you know it doesn't always happen like right off the bat but you know I think after like a month or two um, it's worked real well for me in the past just kind of building that relationship showing I'm, I'm more than just an adult more than just you know their PE teacher not saying we're gonna be best friends but you know knowing that I'm, I have their best interest in mind Kind of piggybacking off that in any way I can. What are your plans for this remote start? That's a good question. This PE remotely, that's uh, an interesting um, department. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping in two weeks uh, that we're in person so at least I can kind of build those relationships um, and kind of get, get an idea of what I'm working with uh, in a sense. I mean, I have kind of a plan in place for in-person. If it stays online, I have a plan for that, too. Um, in the past, I've always put my content up. I've done discussion boards where we can talk about, you know, anything from some activities that run, best ways that this person can reach you know, a fitness goal. Um, really just kind of keep that open communication. So I'm hoping... The communication isn't just through a laptop. I'm hoping we can be in person in two weeks, but uh, I think the nice thing about it kind of sitting around for the last four or five months is having a lot of different plans in place, so nothing's going to really catch me off guard. Okay. Um, do you have any instructional goals for yourself for this year? Anything that you'd like to try to get better at yourself? I think going to a whole new kind of format with new tech and, and having it all in echo per se. Um, I guess kind of just getting as good as that as possible because I think after, you know, I ask all the questions, get to know how to use it, um, then I can kind of just keep, keep building my knowledge on it. And I think after maybe one or two months, I think we'll be, be in good shape. Um, otherwise, for me, it's just kind of seeking more knowledge out as far as High school fitness, high school nutrition, high school students in general, and you know how that's ever changing, and just kind of figure out the best ways to reach the students to get them where they need to be. Yeah, it's all about the students. It's all about finding those connections. So um, awesome! That's, those are those are really great goals. Um, here's a big question that I ask everybody. Mm -hmm. um, What's been your best failure? 
As I think about it, I think the fact that I did step away for a few years, um, not saying I quit, but you could kind of look at it that way, and then realizing that the passion is there and it's something I want to do, and finding you know, a way to get back in and be even better. Um, so I think I kind of took that and realized this is what I want to do. This is the calling working with students and during that time I was still was kind of coaching um, you know as well so it's just kind of like all right you know, let's let's figure it out let's make it happen um, so I think really yeah I think just stepping away for that time and you know I know I know a lot of teachers do kind of do that you know they might take a year off they kind of decompress you know which I think is a good thing um, for me it was three years <laughs> so I think that that really kind of just changed my kind of mindset toward it, realizing, you know, it's what I want to do and figure out any way to make it happen. I'm glad that you returned to it. <laughs> it definitely um, does feel like the right move. You know, how are you just, certain things in life, you kind of just like, yep, this, this feels like the right move. I, just, no right I, I fall in that category too. I'm one of the people that took a year hiatus. I was in the middle of a move, living in New York City, and um, that was the most solidifying year of my life to know that education was the right path for me. Mm-hmm. I was making better money as a waiter than I was as a teacher at the time, um, but I now look back at that and say, like, I may have been on a different trajectory had I not taken that year off, yeah. and I'm glad that I, really glad in retrospect that I did. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I love hearing those stories because it, you know, then it just kind of reflects inward too, where you're like, hearing that, hearing what I'm doing, bingo. What advice do you have um, out there for colleagues or for a former Ryan students? <laughs> I mean, I just my life experiences up to this point, I always kind of just preach that, like, Take the sure thing. Take, take every day at its value. Uh, live your life. Um, don't don't live it for someone else. Don't live it for you know, some wrong motivation. Um, it's got to be like, what you value, what you want. Um, so especially, you know, to other colleagues and stuff. Just like, hey, take every day like not like it's your last because everyone always says it. You know, like live your life like this. And, you know, that's just I don't. I don't think that's real, that you can't really do that. But, like, you got to kind of sit down and just kind of look at yourself, you know, not every day, but as much as you can. Figure out what you want to do, what makes you happy, and kind of go from there. And just always always kind of take it at that value. Uh, don't make, you know, don't let little stuff hang you up. Don't let, you know, big stuff go by wayside. Um, just kind of take, just be in the moment which is just so huge and encompassing that we can just ramble on for, but it's just and not do what you want, but just live every day. Just live. It's <laughs> great advice. Ryan, again, welcome aboard. Um, we're excited to have you here. Hopefully it'll be a, a great year. And thank you for um, being our, the guest today on Who's <laughs> Behind the Pill Talk. Appreciate it. Uh, I think this is like the first time I've had one of these done i like it i thought i'd be a little bit like nervous about it i probably didn't ramble anyway but still it's a lot of fun appreciate it
appreciate it. It's all good. Absolutely. Thank you all for tuning into today's podcast. I want to encourage you to take a minute to reach out to today's guest and make a personal connection. Until next time, this has been Jeremy Jensen with Who's Behind the Bulldog.